Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Scandal Panel. Can you handle the scandal? <laughs> All right, I'm Stephen. I'm Ernest. John. So today we are going to discuss ugly public behavior. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been seeing a lot of these signs in, in public places where it says like, please do not abuse our staff, you know, and it seems to be getting more and more prevalent now. I think that really COVID, COVID is getting the best of us. And then, you know, maybe maybe many of us are feeling very stressed and we're, we're, we may be not intentionally taking it out on customer service people. Yeah. Any thoughts on this? And if you use public transport, the scary thing is also on public transport. Like when you go onto the buses, there are signs that say, please don't abuse our bus captains and please don't abuse our staff. It, it must be that bad because, you know, the government won't spend money on useless posters. And there's so many of these posters around. Yeah. And I think all of us have are in the service industry, have been in the service industry. So we'd like to discuss about, you know, why is it getting worse? Is it just Karen's or Ken's? as they call it, you know, what is going on? Uh, many of us have done customer service. I was a former email and telephone operator. Yeah. Jonathan is on a phone service line, right? I've and been then, in retail uh, yeah. for so yeah. many years. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yes, yes, yes. But but is the situation getting worse because of COVID? You know, what, what would you guys think? I, I think it's getting worse full stop. <laughs> it's getting worse that... People have to put signs and and like when I, I go and help out with the medical people, every hospital counter has, please don't abuse our nurses and all that. And it must be really, really so bad. The situation mm. must be really so bad. You know, it's crazy. Um, yes, everyone, why, why is there a reason to be rude? I mean, are people more impatient now? You think so? I think uh, there's this term that recently came out called the pandemic rage. Uh, I think it's affecting quite a lot of people. Uh, I think being cooked up at home is not good for the mental health. I mean, in general, yeah. and a lot, of, a lot of these, um, what do you call that? Uh, type A personalities. They they want to get things done, but they can't really go out. And then so when they uh when they encounter a customer service, whether it's through the hotline, actually it's worse through the hotline because you they can't see you, or whether it's in person. They tend to uh, vent their frustrations, you know, everything that has been pent up through the whole week or the whole month on the person that's attending to them. And I think that is a very bad behavior. And also, um, I think that because now that uh, it's during the pandemic, everyone wants things to be done like immediately, fast, and they can't accept waiting or holding on. So that that adds up, uh, that adds uh, additional pressure onto the customer service and on the customer as well. I think what's happening is that I always say, okay, what happens when you are, you do something bad and you are sent to prison, right? You are sent to prison yourself. But basically what's happening is that you, your life is full of restrictions. Think about it. Yeah. When you're sent to prison, when you're being punished, you are in a place with full of restrictions. With this, this is what's happening. Yeah. The government, you're just living with full of restrictions. Yeah. And therefore, people are having this anger and, and the way they treat other people is really terrible. Have you, okay, let us share our encounters. You know, Stephen, Jonathan, have you encountered any of this on either side or have you seen it? 
Well, personally, for during COVID times, uh, I've not uh, I've not encountered you know such incidents personally. Although I can see that you know when I when I teach my classes uh, with the kids over Zoom, you know I'm a singing teacher, and because we can't do live singing now, so we conduct classes over Zoom, and many of us are really getting. Uh, very fed up, very, very helpless about the situation. Some things on Zoom, it's not very effective. The sound quality doesn't pass through. And when we're preparing for exams, you know, uh, you know, we have to reach a certain standard by a certain time. And then I'm frustrated because I cannot communicate as effectively over Zoom with the poor sound quality. And I can't work on their posture, their acting, their choreography over the computer. They just don't feel motivated to put on a good performance to a, ca to a camera rather than to a live audience or to, a, to an examiner that's in front of them. Yeah. But they haven't shouted at you, right? They haven't screamed at you. They haven't like, fuck you, Stephen, what are you doing? They done that. You don't need a sign, right? You don't need a sign. Please do not shout at me or what. They still treat you, you know, well, yes, I'm a, I'm their teacher, you know, so I think it is kind of a, a, it is kind of a, a borderline respect, la, so that you know they wouldn't dare to. Uh, I am also trying my best not to lose my temper. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I found myself many times where if I don't control myself, I can easily just flare up and uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. be a monster. Oh, oh, we can ask: Have you flared up at someone in the public? Have you? In public, I have to say I'm usually very mild-mannered, but, but conducting these Zoom classes, I just have to hold myself back and, and not scream at them, just not go berserk at them. Or maybe express myself in, in humorous ways, you know, where I can just kind of vent my frustrations, but they find it funny rather than, rather than offensive. For example, I created this, I call this my hall of shame. Do you see it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's no cool. sitting allowed. I could I could scold them, but it's funnier if I just put it put it on a virtual background and and mm. and you know have it be there permanently. Okay, no sitting yeah. allowed. People are not allowed to sit on your class during your classes. Oh no, so no. You we stand throughout the, the entire singing okay. class. My singing class is like it's like weightlifting like that. It's very okay. physically cool, intense. Cool, cool, very good, very good. Yeah, it's like the theater class. So no sitting allowed. Okay, oh, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, 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 your turn. Okay. Uh, well, I work in the banking hotline. Mm -hmm. So the thing about COVID, how it impacted us was that, uh, as you know, there was a period of time when branches had to close, and all the customers had to actually do banking from home. Yep. So a lot of the customers who are not familiar with mobile banking or mm -hmm. uh, mobile apps or internet mm -hmm. banking, I mean, you, you and me would be very familiar with that, right? Ernest? Me too. Yeah. I so, yeah, so those who are not familiar would, of course, find it very hard to handle such IT things at such short notice. So a lot of the times they get very angry that the money cannot go over immediately. And then we can't tell them exactly where is the money exactly right now. So we, our bank had to come up with a lot of new uh, systems, everything to do like money tracking, you know, where's the funds transferred to, and we had to implement a lot of like internet banking, series, uh, like the new mobile app and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, yeah just tell us what yeah. the customer did. You know. So there was this customer you... who called me from UK. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, and then she 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 couldn't get her debit card, you know, uh, because her address is registered somewhere else. So when I told her that we couldn't uh, do that unless she updated her uh, banking details via her internet banking, mm-hmm. she started screaming and, and shouting and say, I don't understand how bad it is in COVID. I said, yes, I do understand because we have COVID here. It's an international thing. So she started crying and then she started saying like, uh, you, you don't get it. In Singapore, you don't have as many people dying as in the UK. Mm-hmm. And then it got very hysterical. And then I had to kind of like calm her down before eventually uh, she accepted like alternative solutions. But at the start, it was like almost 45 minutes of screaming nonstop. You- and I just had to bear with it. Even my colleague, uh, you know, who was like <laughs> uh, juggling the... The 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 um messaging system was like saying, John, you're on the call for like 45 minutes. Is everything okay? You know? And I was saying, no, not everything is okay. I have this customer screaming at me nonstop for the past 45 minutes. And then like it's not just her, she's like just one example. I've been like, uh since the COVID started, with the progression of COVID, right, and all, all the lockdowns and everything, we're getting more and more irrational customers, more and more irate customers. So there was this point in time when after about a year and a half, there was one, one week where I, I just kept bombarded by three or four toxic customers every day until like at the end of the week when one little trigger um, triggered me and then I actually ended up uh, snapping back one of the callers. I mean, it was completely out of character for me because I'm known as the patient guy amongst all my consented colleagues so for me to actually snap back at somebody I mean I wasn't rude or I mean I wasn't rude or anything like that but I just kind of like talk back so yeah that was very out of character so it just shows the amount of pressure that us customer service staff have to handle and because it's not like you know a one-to-one kind of thing it's like every day we have to handle like at least 30 to 40 phone calls and imagine if like there's like uh, three or four really toxic customers for, for the entire day and it like lasts for the entire week. It's just like adds on this pressure to you. I, and I think um, if you want to talk about like fresh um, posters, right? Uh, don't be, you know, uh, you know, be, uh, don't I mean, be abusive and don't all be that abusive to uh, bus captains and everyone, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have that kind of thing for call centers. Yeah. You know, you don't call in and then they tell you don't be abusive to call center agents. They, so it makes me it makes me feel like we are kind of like second rate customer oh, service. But what is good, Jonathan, for all the call centers, every phone call is recorded, right? Yes. So I think that is very good. Yeah. But you know, when it's certain places like retail and all, a lot of or the abuse cannot be seen. Yeah. That's a problem. I mean, I always remember this because I always remember a video when I was overseas and I, I Google about Singapore and what's happening in Singapore when there was this woman in, in this store in, I think, the Central or 313 and mm-hmm. she was shouting at the China girls. Mm. I don't know whether you remember that. She was really screaming and shouting and that. And then it became very racist. Mm. It, from, from her losing something, then it became very racist. And to think mm. that... I, have you got it? I don't know whether we'll, we can screen it because it's on YouTube okay it's, it's still on YouTube and she started screaming and yelling and even going forward to slap the girl oh, oh my god. god was it a spectacle shot um 
it was turning violent when she was talking about um uh you china girls and then go and fight for it fight my thing in the uh changing room and something i mean she was really oh yeah i don't know whether you remember jonathan it was a spectacle shot yes it was a spectacle shot it was so fantastic because if the girl didn't record it nobody would believe it you see Mm-hmm. And, and 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 you know and little things like how people are behaving for example would you allow someone to cut your queue which happens a lot mm. you know would you oh. allow do we just let it go you know what are you fighting for but for me i remember the most difficult time was when i was working with ethan allen which was a furnishing interior store um um new york furniture but it was in singapore there was this person can we mention names okay anyway can we mention names even um, family names okay make up a name james huh? james not <laughs> not his real name okay so he came in with and lucky i was the lead designer so i had a lot of sales staff for me and then the worst thing is that he came over he was from overseas all right that's all i'm going to say he was from overseas he came here and do you know when I don't know if we've done retail. So it was like, it was a furnishing store, like furniture. And he would question every single thing about the furniture. Wow. You could tell he was doing it on purpose. It wasn't, oh, what is it about the wood? He was like testing every sales staff. And two of the sales staff came in and started crying. It was really like belittling them. Mm. You're selling this, you don't even know about it. Like, where's the wood from? He probably asked which tree the the thing was cut from, and you know it became ridiculous. Mm. There are some people like that. I don't know. He quarrel the wife, or the wife didn't give it to him, or something like that. I don't know. So I mm-hmm. I went out. Being the lead designer, I had to go out and handle. And I looked at him, and I looked at the wife, and I just answered his question. I think you you cannot let these people. Um, break your wall. Mm. I think that's very important. And I hate whoever came up with the 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 mm. sentence. The customer is always, always right. right. It's like fuck the person. Okay, the person whoever said customer is always right never owned a shop, never was an FMB. You know, probably mm-hmm. never sold anything in his life. Because the customer is not always right. I always say this, if the customer is always right, then the customer asks you for 80% discount. Yes, okay, the customer is right. Yeah. No, right. And then What if they haven't paid? They're yes. not customers if they haven't paid. You yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. The customer is not always right. So I went there, I answered his question and smiled. And that broke his wall. Ah, that right. broke his wall. And then after that, Honestly, about the whole set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I understand is when you are still there and they adjust the products. Uh They adjust the products? You are looking at something or even clothes. Uh And if you are still at the rack and they adjust it correctly again. Oh, I see. Like trying to clean up after you. Uh when yeah. you are still there, it's not even cleaner after you. You are still uh, there looking at it. Yeah. This happened when I was looking for something at um um is it best and key? Best uh, best okay. um, uh. at um Bishan Junction 8. Okay. I was looking at um food, um don't call it 
not grinders, but who, not, not, not blenders, sorry, right? Not, not blenders, but oh, okay. processors, right? Uh -huh. There were like five food processors. And so me and my friend were testing out, you know, for the, he was getting for the mother. So we were trying to test out how is it difficult to press down because the old lady can't press down too hard, right? And then we were just shifting a bit and we were still there. And the, and the sales girl just came and started adjusting. And I'm like, arrange nicely in four. We haven't finished yet. I mean, yeah. you know, and then you adjust, fine. Yeah, she, she, she thinks you're too cheap to buy their products. We're yeah. still standing in front, you know. So okay. I, I guess I, I guess good customer service uh, that this a good customer experience goes both ways, right? There are customers who are rude, and there are sales staff who are rude as well. But I I think that we just need to have the understanding that you know we are just trying to do our jobs. We are just trying to get what we want, and and if we are just we, we, if we can. All of us just be a little patient and just be a little nicer to our fellow human beings. I think we, we can just make this this difficult period a little nicer for everyone. And I think this is going to be our Know Your Scandal segment. Know Your Scandal segment. Know Your Scandal. Yeah. Yes. And so this is the segment where, we, where each of us discuss something, something that uh, we have experienced so that you guys can get to know us better. So, Ernest. Why don't we start with you? What um, is uh, what is the worst or most well, hateful thing that someone has said to you? Uh, sometimes I ever wonder if you grow up of being embarrassed or being teased. Well, I guess a lot of us have been bullied before, but I think bullying is, I don't know, is it hurtful? But to me, actually, the most hurtful thing was being dyslexic and people not understanding it. And when I was in school, I was just constantly being called stupid and callous and stupid and very stupid. And um, now I laugh about it. But trust me, when you're in school, um, it doesn't help. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're so stupid. But I, because they didn't understand my learning disability, that's, that's the thing. They didn't understand what's wrong. You know, I mean, and 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 I, I think that is the one of the most hurtful things, you know. And and the, the other hurtful thing is when I was being bullied, you know, in school uh, constantly, and I go back, and a parent of um would just say, "Oh, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can never hurt you. So don't bother." I tell mm. you, I got so mad because is that supposed to help me, you know? Mm. Uh, like you know, they don't don't understand what I go through every day in classroom for being teased, and and they go like, oh, don't worry, it's just words. I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously, you know. Yeah. Okay. So well, words are hurtful, you know. Yeah, and... words are hurtful. I mean, I, I now as I grow up, I can imagine. Can you imagine if we were smart? If I was smart, and I turned around and said, oh, words are not hurtful. And I said, you are an awful parent. I wonder how they would feel. Mm. Basically, for most of my life, I've been uh, struggling with weight issues um, mm. since, since as young as I was nine. So it's been like decades of struggle. But the, mm. worst, uh, the worst comment I've actually been told 
was there was one time I was taking a cab, and while I was on the cab, the cab driver kept on um harping on the weight issue. So he would say like, "How heavy are you? How fat are you? Have you always been this fat?" And the worst part came when he said like, "Uh, I'll bet you that even if you paid a prostitute." she would not sleep with you. That was the worst thing in my entire life so far that I've heard. And what? You don't want to sleep with her either. <laughs> it was okay. But still, I mean, like, to, to hear that kind of thing, coming from a service yeah. provider, you know, it's, it's like, I mean, yeah, I... I, 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 guess, I, I you, I didn't you, get off the cab, but I mean, I completed the ride. But it, honestly speaking, that was the most uncomfortable taxi okay, ride. Okay, was it an old uncle or an... Uh, it was an old uncle. Um, yeah. did, did you call the cab company? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I feel that uh, I, I'm, I'm very much into minding our own business. You know, if it doesn't concern us, yeah. I mean, of course, of course, if it's the right thing to do, we should speak up. You know, we shouldn't let people be bullied, or you know, uh, or just uh, we shouldn't make, uh, we shouldn't let people get away with uh, bad behavior. Let's just say, you know, but. But but things like well appearance or uh, you know things the way that's really nothing nothing wrong. It's none of your business. You know even if if you don't like it, just shut up. You know yeah. get the job done. Uh yeah and really uh there's there's really nothing wrong with you. You are fine just the way you are. And you know the problem is what is his relation to you? That is the problem. Yeah. yeah. I find that that uh, that that is that could very well be his own issues, you know, that he's projecting on you. Yeah, that was uh, very wrong. Yeah. How about you, Steven? Yeah. Well, you know, even as uh, when I was a child, I was very skinny and very effeminate. Actually, I was I was a really effeminate child, and while I I enjoy doing like boy things, you know, like. Uh, I, I love watching wrestling and I watched He-Man, which was very popular when I was young, when I was small. Yeah, but uh, but I've always been very girly and I also enjoy like the feminine aspects of these things, you know. I like, like I, I always wish that, that, that there were more female wrestler matches and uh, I, I love watching She-Ra as well in addition to He-Man, you know. I can't wait for the next She-Ra appearance on He-Man. Yeah, and so on. Yeah, and so that, that's something that uh, I was bullied for in school, yeah, yeah, in uh, some not very kind ways, and and even relatives would say to me that that uh, that you know you need to man up, you know. Uh, um, uh, I think uh, there was a relative that uh, that was well-meaning. Uh, we were watching TV and there was something that's kind of like gay adjacent being shown, you know, and, and, and he looked at me and said, we don't accept that in our family. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and, 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 and for him, it was just a, a passing remark. You know, I don't think he remembered it after he said it, but that's something that just stuck with me. But yeah. that's what they I say mean, about racist comments, passing yeah. remarks. Yeah. Is that acceptable? No. Well, I was a small child, so it didn't 
I didn't know what being gay meant. You know, I was just being myself, and uh, yeah. But but somehow that that comment stuck with me, and 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 you know, with each passing year, and now I'm I'm an out and proud gay man, and yeah. But you know that 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 was like twenty years ago. Societal views have changed, norms have changed. I I don't want to put words into his mouth, but I hope that uh, he has uh, he has a, a change of heart. However, uh, you know I've uh, I've moved on. I've moved on. I've, I have my own way of life. Because he's your relative, yeah. do you still meet up with him? Well, only during festivities like Chinese New Year. Pretty much only once a year. Yeah. So so you know we lead separate lives already, and I'm very felt for, I'm very fortunate to have found my tribe. I'm very fortunate to have you guys as my friends. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm in a much better place now. All right. I think we have a special guest. Mm. Special guest, could you please reveal yourself? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jay. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> really, just got. I literally just got back from a shoot, so I'm like I'm super exhausted. But I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. Well, you know, uh, we uh, are about to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, and yeah. we felt that we can't we can't have a discussion about Drag Race without you. But but you, you know, uh, we have, we have a question. You know, our know your scandal panel. Mm -hmm. What is the most hurtful thing that some Someone has said about said to you or about you. Yeah. Okay. The most helpful thing that person has said to me. Um well I'm not sure whether how personal is this gonna be like, but we went very yeah. personal. Okay. Trust so me, I'm gonna go very, very personal, personal about this. This happens like literally five years ago, and um this person that whom uh I thought that I was going to marry. Um, oh, apparently yeah. proposed to me and telling me that he want to spend the rest of his life with me. So I was like, really was up in the air. I was like, you know, I couldn't believe this was happening. It was like, dream mm -hmm. comes true and everything. And the next thing I know is like, he just went berserk. And I had to actually put aside everything to just want to move across the pond just to spend time with him. And that also takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of, uh, you know, separation from my family and friends mm -hmm. in Singapore so it was a really hard decision but you know especially when love is concerned you do yeah. all things right yeah. so when I went there just to spend a few weeks to a few months with him um, obviously things did not turn out the way it was and obviously mm -hmm. it turns out that it was a complete disaster he was complete narcissist and turns out that you know he was said to me that he's I'm the worst thing that happened in his life and he literally like chased me out. And the first thing I know is that when I felt that I was in danger, I literally had to leave the house just to like, you know, find friends to take refuge because I felt that I wasn't safe at his place anymore. So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, he told me, he texted me. He asked me to go. The very next day, he asked me to go back to his place and take my belongings. And literally, he's like, he told me never to come back to the house again. And I was like, wow, this is really becoming, I came all the way, like, you know, 100,000 miles away just to, you know, be with you. And then you say this kind of thing to me. And that must be seriously disturbed. 
So at that moment, it's like when I actually got my things because I kind of stand by, you know, first thing first, what's in my head, you know, I have to find a place to stay. So I yep. managed to get some friends over there and I managed to like, you know, emergency, like able to stay over at, 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 at their place, you know, because they were like kind of like last minute, they were able to take care of me. But turns out <clears throat> in the end, it's like when I was going through my stuff, when I was unpacking my stuff, right, I realized that the wedding ring that he gave me, whom I actually put it inside one of my pouches, was gone. So when I actually left the house, he actually went through my stuff. I was really, really mad. I was really upset. I it was, it was such an upsetting that it's beyond tears. It, to the point of time, I was really confused. I was really numb. I was like, wow, I did not expect that I ended up like being this person that it's completely opposite of what I thought he would be. And he literally kind of showed the ugliness side of himself, which is so disgusting. I can't even have the heart to text him that I hate him. Um, mm-hmm. At the point of time, what I did is that, you know what? I just did what I thought that is necessary to take care of myself. So I filed yeah. a police report, mm-hmm. um, knowing that through this police report, I can file claims for having theft because I actually applied for travel insurance at the time. So that travel insurance actually lasted me for about a year and, you know, it still was valid at the time. Mm. So I used that to claim travel travel claims for theft. So that was the only consolation out of it, but still it wasn't enough to compensate the disgusting, horrible experience that I had, oh. which actually put me in such a situation that I actually went to oblivion for five years and I couldn't, couldn't speak to anybody. I completely cut myself up from the circle of friends over here in Singapore because I felt that those friends that claims to have were not really my friends. And they only just there because they just want me to be part of the circle because I'm the kind of the, you know, the vase to be part of the background. But turns out that, yeah, so it was, it was, it really sucks because, you know, when I actually spent three to four hours talking to them when they needed help the most, and this is a time where I really wish I could lean on some emotional support. They weren't there for me. And turns out that I was so upset. I, I mean, like I literally cried, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. and I just realized that it wasn't such a time like this. And I realized that this so-called friends or this so-called circle of friends that I was with are not really that circle of friends. So I completely cut myself up and you know what? So far, when I was told that I was part of the scene, I took myself out of the scene. So, mm-hmm. what is the scene anymore? Yeah. Now, so in the end, I guess this is the worst thing that everyone can say to cut the long story short or to round it up. I would say that this is the worst thing that you know someone could say to me that I'm the worst person that happened in his life. You're the worst thing that happened oh. in his life, right? Yeah. He said that. Okay, yeah, just to verify. Your across the pond is not Sentosa, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sentosa is still technically Singapore. <laughs> it was across, not Malaysia. Across the pond, which means it's halfway around the globe, which okay, is okay. in the US yeah. of A. Oh, yeah, okay. Literally so, the other half yeah, of the, yeah, the, the other side of the world. world. No, no, yeah. no. So well, we were talking about it, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing with us, AJ. You know, and and you we share these stories in the hopes that that uh, that you listeners will find some uh, something. It, it, it's something that you guys can relate to, and it helps you guys in in some way or other. You know, and mm-hmm. this is really really such a such a terrible incident. It's it, it's even worse than than say going on the biggest drag competition in the world, making top four, and then becoming back to top five. And and then getting kicked out of the competition. <laughs> Speaking of which, how did you guys find All Stars? Yeah, I, you guys know that earlier on, I already told you I love Eureka. All right, so I'm very happy for her. Yeah, yeah, I really I'm happy for her. Yeah, I am glad that she's back. I'm not surprised based on last week's episode. I kind of knew it, so my prediction is always correct. So I, I'm never yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think that that suspenseful ending is just so that they don't want to eliminate Silky on an episode where she was riding so high. You know, it would be such a downer for that episode. So they just saved it to the next episode to announce the results. I mean, like top four. Like, imagine, like like you 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 thought that you're a finalist and then you're not the finalist. You know, yeah. Oh, but I think Silky kind of like you know she had a good run. She yeah, knows yeah. that she's probably not going to make it all the way to the top because obviously, let's put it this way. If Silky would have won the lipstick all the way, let's put it this way. If she has beaten Eureka and she went to join back the so-called the, the final five and the next challenge, do you think that she would be, she will win the challenge? Yeah. Unfortunately, because we all know that happens in drag race history in such a way that it's always the system that goes. If you get called back and you don't win the next challenge, you'll be out. Bye-bye. Well, she is a good talker, so she can tell stories, you know. No doubt that this episode, Silky actually had a very good redemption. But overall, let's ask yourself a very honest question. Do you think she has what it takes to actually to win the whole thing? Do you think she has what it takes to be an all-stars winner? Come on, guys. Be honest with me right now because I know one thing for sure. Compared to the other top four, yeah... I think it's hard to say because we are basing our impression on their last appearance in the regular season, you know. No one would have thought that Trinity K. Bonet or Sonique in Season 2 would be a finalist in All-Star 6. Oh, they definitely stepped up a lot because I feel that Trinity K. Bonet and uh, Raja himself, Kylie Sonique, I mean, Eureka has always been very consistently strong. I mean, you guys would agree, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The proportionized, even though she's a plus size girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she's, 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 her, her sense of drag has always been very strong. You know, uh, Kylie, Sonic Love and Raja were the, by mile the greatest improvement out from their own season. All right, mm-hmm. Trinity K. Bonnie, definitely an improvement, even though, to be honest with you, right, I don't even remember TKB. When she first came out, also, I was like, wait a minute, which season? Oh, I remember. She wasn't, she, I mean, she, she was kind of forgettable then. So in the end, it had to take an all-stars for her to kind of like, oh, wow, okay, I, now I remember TKB. Sonic, on the other hand, I remember her, even though she left very early during season two, right? But Sonic has always been very strong and I've always liked her drag because you know, especially her lip sync against uh, who was it? Her her final lip sync before she was uh, eliminated. Uh, Morgan McMichaels. Morgan yeah. McMichaels, obviously. That's right. And Morgan McMichaels is such a strong lip sync. 
assassin yeah. literally so obviously you know given the popularity so yeah. obviously Sonic is always kind of like more laid back. She's a more introvert type. We all yeah. know it. She's, it, it, she's always up it, to admit that. that it wasn't even about who was the better lip syncer. It's that it's, it's about like, is it like, the popularity. Uh, is it, uh, it's about the style, you know, because Morgan McMichaels is very good at inhibiting the, the, the song, the character, and telling the story. Yes. While Sonic does these amazing acrobatics, you know. So Lou yes. uh, <laughs> herself said in that episode yeah. that it was very hard for her to decide which one to pick. And then she went for Morgan McMichaels because it's still a lip sync competition after all, not an yeah. acrobatics competition, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But Trinity has always been like, I mean, she's always been very Moody. frank and very candid in her confessionals. So every time yeah. you realise that what everybody is like, they will give their very reactive confessionals. I think they're very dramatic, but they are still funny in a way. Like Raja would be like, "Oh my god," yeah, yeah. and then like you know, and and uh, Sonic would be like, "Hell no," <laughs> and yeah. and then it's like, and and Ginger Me is like, he'll give he'll give the stare at the crowd and like, bling 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 yeah. bling. So it's like it's funny, but it's it's, it's a surprise reaction. But yeah. Trinity K Bonet, the first thing was to do in the, in the confessionals. This is yeah. some kind of hell of yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like this sour was, so yeah, literally sour her sour. entire shooting right from the workroom and everything her she's sour puss all the way. So obviously producers can sense it, Rue can sense it. Obviously she yeah. knows that she's defeated already, and that maybe that's the part that they say. You know what? That's a part for you. Bye bye. Yeah. And the very fact that she knows because of her track record, she has she's been the bottom three times. And then she lost all the lip sync, even though she's a winner. So yeah. it literally didn't do any justice. For yeah. her, she should be happy say that she made it to the top five. I mean, yeah. I do understand her. I do understand the feelings because it's somehow like, get this kind of feeling like, okay, when she goes into the final four and then it's like suddenly the callback, then she's going to get kicked out and stuff like that. But all the queens should know this concept by then. Yeah. You know that there is a game within the game, regardless what season, whatever how it's being brand differently. Yeah. People yeah. are gonna come back. Are you gonna be so threatened and said, "Oh my god, this person's coming back"? But obviously, the moment she saw Eureka came back, right, her heart yeah. sank because she knew that she's the uh, next to go. Okay, talking yeah. about it, what are your thoughts on this Trinity yeah. and Eureka flirting? <laughs> oh, they just have a show only. <laughs> I think it is a showman. I, I, th I think to some extent, you know, because it is a very difficult environment to be in, I think they do find comfort in each other, at least temporarily, you know. Yeah. Even just a, just a hug, a little physical contact, but it's interesting that a little why, why not anyone else? Why not Erika and Ginger? Why not, you know? Ginger is married. No, 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 but it's not a long Don't talk about Sonic. Do you want to go with a trans woman? Okay, before I'm no, going to no, say, no, but it was going to be very careful. Transphobic slur. Yeah, yeah, obviously, you know what I mean. Like again, but, but it was mutual. That was the beauty of it. You know, we don't care who is with what. It was mutual. So, so, so well, well, having having discussed US, shall we now shall we now sail across the pond to the land of windmills? How was Holland for you guys? Oh, speaking yeah. of showmen, first, what do you think of the Countess and Vivaldi? <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian sex. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah well, I I think that this is not their experience to be on drag race, though. You know, I think though the insiders <laughs> among us, we know that they were they were fred hair and makeup artists in the first season. Yeah. So actually, yeah. actually, they know they know everyone in the in the crew, in the creative team already. Yeah. Well, no matter what, let's not forget that RuPaul's Drag Race is, after all, just a TV show, not an actual competition. So while while you know we get very invested in it, let's let's just take it with a grain of salt and and remember that it's really just for fun. Yeah. So uh, that brings us to the end of our episode. We hope that you've had fun watching us and please don't forget to like and subscribe comment and share with all your friends all right bye everyone bye bye, bye.